Hello everyone, and welcome to the Sixth Baptist Bible study today as we worship on Wednesday through the taught word. We bless the name of the Lord for you. Sixth Baptist is located in Richmond, Virginia, and we're excited to have you as part of this audience today. Oh, God's word is so wonderful. I want you to listen as we go into our praise period for a moment or two. I will trust in the Lord by Reverend James Moore. Do you trust the Lord today? Will you trust the Lord today? Listen to the words. Oh yes, until. Wherever you are, we thank God for you and we pray that uh, you will turn to James, the fifth chapter, as we continue and conclude the Bible study series on the book of James. Whether you are listening to us on podcasts, watching us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, or our website. We're thankful that you are present with us all over this world. We bless the name of the Lord for you, regardless of where you live and the time of day. We pray for you, you, and even you today, because God's prayers can be heard by the Lord, regardless of where you live and the time of the day. Just trust in the Lord. Listen, sing along with us. Stay on the battlefield. Glory to his name. When I think about life and the battlefields that we're on, we're praying for people all over the world. We're praying for, Lord have mercy, the devastation in Florida. The people will be found alive. Situations we know Nothing about God knows everything. We pray for you and for situations beyond our understanding, for all the frontline workers, for all the doctors and nurses and pharmacists and all who endure in any way, a bus driver, doesn't matter, cook, we're praying for you today. Oh, glory to his name. Just trust in God. Pray for the young adults today. Praying for you today. Praying that God will bless the desires of your heart as you begin a new walk. Those who graduated and those who are about to graduate. Others, my sisters and brothers who are just finding themselves here on earth. Wondering what God will have you to do. Starting a new job. Finding a new job. We're praying for you today. Just trusting the Lord. Sing it. Keep trusting in God. I want you to share with others and tell them to trust in God. That's what I'm teaching on today. Trust God as we conclude the fifth chapter of the book of James. Just trust in the Lord. Oh yes, I made up my mind some time ago. I'm going to trust the Lord until I die. Many of us have lost loved ones. I know there's some who have lost loved ones and you're burdened down. But trust in the Lord. 
The Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge the Lord and the Lord will direct your path. <laughs> oh yes, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you as we prepare, as we prepare to teach. Pray God that you will just bless this audience uh, that they will, dear Lord, turn everything over to you, and we know you will work it out. Uh, that, Lord God, you will anoint this Bible study, Lord God, with your presence. And that regardless, dear Lord, to what we've done, what we're going through, we know, God, that you are in charge of everything. Please, God, hear our cry today. And as always, we give you the glory. In advance, thank you for permission to call you our Father. Amen. Oh, yes. Oh, just to continue to trust in the Lord. And the Lord hears your cry. He will continue to um, bestow blessings upon you. But you know the key to receiving those blessings from God as you pray. Because waking up in the morning, as we know, is a blessing from God. Being able to stir around and to help others and to uh, receive the increase on a daily basis. God's admonition to you, to you and all of us is to help others, to share those blessings with others. Again, welcome to the Sixth Baptist Bible study worship on Wednesday. We've been calling it for years. We're thankful to come into your hearts and your minds today, wherever you are, whether you're taking a lunch hour or you're getting ready to go to work or you're just resting during the day or just chilling, as some folk used to say. My mother used to use that word all the time. Uh, I'm just chilling, all right, whatever. We're just thankful that you're a part of us. We're going to get into the word right now. We've already prayed. Turn to James, the fifth chapter. James, the fifth chapter. And I've already done uh, four uh, Bible studies, and you can find them on the Six Baptist website, sixbaptistchurch.org, sixbaptistchurch.org. And you can find those four, and this is the concluding uh, study on the book of James. I am going to use as a sub-theme as we study the book of James, the half-brother of Jesus the Christ. Uh, one of the letters in the New Testament, we recognize there are 27 books, of course, in the New Testament, 13 letters, letters or epistles, epistles are letters. And this book, uh, the book of James, is a book that inspires us because James wrote by inspiration from God. As we all know, the Bible is an, an, a book of inspiration. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 that all scripture is given by inspiration from God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness that the man of God, somebody say the man of God, the Bible speaks generically, the man or woman of God may be made perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And so God used individuals to write, but the only author is God. And so we look at James writing to people who are scattered all around. You see, they were many were Christians, but they had scattered uh, from different walks of life. They had scattered, and they had some scattered minds too. Don't fool yourself. 
And there are many people in the church who are scattered and don't know what it means to be a Christian, don't know what it means uh, to be steadfast. They feel as though they have to be perfect, but it's not a perfect person in the world. Put me at the top of the list. But we know that we strive for perfection through Jesus the Christ. We are made in the image of God, and in, and in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them in the book of Genesis. And so as we look at the book of James class, we are inspired to look at what uh, God is saying to James as he writes to people scattered all abroad uh, to rethink who they are and whose they are and to trust God. Now, the first uh, verses as we look at, and I'm looking at today, I'm going to use the New Living Translation. Uh, if you look at chapter 5, and go from verses 1 through, I'm going to say 6, it's dealing with the accumulation of wealth. I'm not going to read that because it's very self-explanatory as an example is given. The accumulation of wealth, the appropriation of wealth. All right. Uh, but I will read verses 6 and, and, and 5 and 6, I'm going to say, because right down the accumulation of wealth, all right, as you look at verses 2 and 3, but if you read further, look at the appropriation of wealth, um, verse number four. So you're looking at two, three, and four. Read that as I'm talking to you silently, verses two, three, and four of James, the fifth chapter. And I'm going to start with James number five and six. So you can look at the allocation of wealth and the application, the allocation. Somebody said allocation. The allocation of wealth and the application of wealth. Because, you know, there are many people and we bless the name of the Lord uh, for you today who accumulate wealth, but don't share that wealth the way they suppose. So I know many give their tithes and offerings and we bless the name of the Lord for you doing that. But guess what? Everything belongs to God. You can't take a thing with you heard many times when you go. You can put it in your casket and it doesn't matter. Hey, somebody's going to dig it up and get it. I'm just kidding you now. But reality is, everything belongs to God. God loans us everything. Okay, you read now verses 2, 3, and 4. So, so let's look at 5 and 6. 5 is dealing with, of course, the allocation of wealth. And verse 6 is the application of wealth. Just to teach you what the Word of God says as we hear God's Word. It says, you have spent your years on earth in luxury satisfying your every desire. You have fattened yourselves for the day of slaughter. That's in verse number five. But look at verse number six. You have condemned and killed innocent people who do not resist you. Talking about how, in essence, of course, that was during biblical days and James was dealing with the, the times that people were living in, that it doesn't have to be a physical killing just like you don't have to be in a physical uh, prison cell to more or less be in trouble. You can be in trouble and not be uh, in a cell. You can be in trouble right now and wonder how in the world can I get out of trouble? And you can kill people with uh, the, the how you feel in your mind and your heart uh, uh, and how you speak, you know, with words, killing folk with words. You don't want to do that. You want to have the right application of, rap, of wealth and the right allocation of wealth, okay? 
because everything belongs to God. And when you have a clean heart and when you have a good heart, and as we as we grow in the fear, nurture, and admonition of the Lord, you want to be certain uh, that you are pleasing God more than anything else, okay? So if you look at verses 7 and 9 through 9, and I want you to look at that, 7 through 9, 10 through 11, and then look at verse number 12. That's 7 through 12. I want you to read silently right now. I'm going to give you a minute to read silent on verses 7 through 12. If you look at verses 7 through 12, and you know this is a Bible study that you're part of too. You have to continue to study just not only when I get finished with this Bible study, but doing as well. So we want you to endure patiently the Lord's coming. If you look at verses 7 through 9, endure patiently the Lord's coming. Read it right now silently and write that down. Again, endure patiently the Lord's the Lord coming. And then, and then verses 10 through 11, follow the Old Testament examples. And then, of course, verse number 12, endure patiently as you speak. All right? Endure patiently as you speak. Read silently right now as you write down again, reading verses 7 through 9. Endure patiently the Lord coming, the Lord's coming. And verses 10 through 11, follow the Old Testament examples and New Testament. And while you're doing that, follow examples of people all around you. I have mentors everywhere and people don't even know they're my mentors. Because I'm, they have lived and they're living a godly life. Uh, you know, have you, have you ever said, I want to be like him, I want to be like her? You know, I want to feel the, the anointing of God. You can't be like anybody other than yourself. But the anointing of God allows you uh, to perk up, to feel the Holy Ghost on the inside, <laughs> to have, to have as, <laughs> yes, the old folks say, running in my feet and clapping in my hands. You know, you feel the presence of God uh, seriously. Uh, all around you, the anointing of God all around. That's one thing I don't want to lose, the presence of God around me. God speaks to us. I know he speaks to me and he speaks to you as well. Just just listen and hear. Read the word instead and God will speak. God will deliver. God will hold you. God will give you assurance and reassurance that he's with you by your side. So endure patiently as you speak. Verse number 12. Okay, we want you to do that as well. But I want to get down to verses 13 through 15. Let's read that together. I'm going to read it aloud while you read it uh, aloud at home. Uh, and it's de dealing with prayer. Prayer. You know, everybody who knows me, I believe in the power of prayer. And I know many of you all believe, if not all of you all believe in the power of prayer as well. And so verses 13 through 15, pray uh, confidently about suffering. If there's anybody dealing with suffering right now, I want you to understand significantly that God is with you through it all. God has not left you and God will never leave you. I've had some days of suffering and anxiety and will have some in the future. But if you trust God, you know, the Bible reveals to us that God would never leave us nor forsake you. That when you're weak, the Lord will give us strength because strength is made perfect in weakness. Somebody say strength. Repeat after me. Strength is made perfect in weakness. Okay. So let's look at James 5, 13 to 15. Okay. Let me see if I can get it right now in the word. All right. 
13 through 15. All right. Now listen, this is wonderful here. Talking about the power of prayer. You know, as we look at pray confidently about suffering, 13 through 15, and pray, of course, about sin and forgiveness in verse number 16. I'm going to go ahead with 16 as well, okay? So we're looking at 13 through 16 as we hear the words of God. Together, read aloud as I read aloud. Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Listen, class, you should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. <laughs> That's why I started, you know, with praise and worship first, okay? Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with all in the, in the name of the Lord. I'll read it one more time. Let's read number 14. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with all in the name of Jesus, okay? And um, such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. The Bible says in verse number 16, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. I'm going to say it one more time, class. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that your sins, so that you, should I say, may be healed. Do you want to be healed today? Call on the elders of the church. I'm so happy at the Sixth Baptist Church that we have a wonderful family ministry plan led by our Deacon's Ministry. Oh boy, they stay on top of each member of the church to the best of their ability. I don't mind saying it because I'm speaking the truth and I honor them. And the ministers of the church, I honor them as well. We must pray. We must pray. And we pray for one another. I want you to know I'm praying for you as I speak to you right now. Pray confidently and, you know, and pray uh, understanding that your sins will be forgiven. And God will certainly hear your prayers. Because... As we come to a close today, and I keep, I'm keeping it always within a 20-minute setting to the best of my ability, I want you to look at uh, verses 16 through 18. Pray uh, about situations and pray for those who stray. I want you to pray about all situations and pray for those who stray and wander away. As I look at verses, I want you to read verses 16 through 18 as you pray about all situations. Whatever situation you may be in, I want you to pray right now in Jesus' name. Pray in Jesus' name and the Lord will hear your prayers. Don't give the devil one minute of joy. Pray unto the Lord right now and then pray confidently about those who stray. Finish reading verses 19 and 20, and you will see that God is calling us to trust him. Trust God. I will trust in the Lord until I die. I will stay, die. I will stay on the battlefield until I die. Continue to stay on the battlefield. Trust God. Thank you for uh, being with us today as we have briefly shared with you from James, the fifth chapter, trusting God. 
God bless you. We hope to see you on this coming Sunday uh, on the parking lot of the Sixth Baptist Church located at 400 South Addison Street. If you have any questions or comments for me, you can email me as well at pastor at sixbaptistchurch.org. That's pastor at sixbaptistchurch.org. God bless you. We are honoring graduates. I'm preaching on Sunday morning. Come on now. We're going to have I'll give you something as you pull out for July 4th. It's a, oh boy, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you all the secrets right now, okay? But you're going to have a good time when you get home and you won't have to cook lunch. I will say enough right there, okay? God bless everybody. And remember that you can accomplish more in one hour with God, glory to his name, than a lifetime without him. So serve him today. Amen.